More Than You Know is a podcast about the real parts of our lives that people seldom talk about. I'm Andy Moore, personal development mentor, lifelong learner, lover of people, and all that life has to offer. I believe that we all have a story worth telling, and by sharing these stories, we can all connect on a deeper level. Hello, hello. It is the first full week of October. I am so excited. It is my birthday month. I, at our house, we go all out for birthdays. It is your birthday month, your birthday week, your birthday day. It is a whole month long celebration. So I'm just really excited to see what the next year has in store. And I'm excited for this weather to cool down just a little bit. The 80s, I'm kind of over it. Let's just, you know, low 70s. That would be perfect for me. (laughs) So this week, I really want to talk about the four phases that we go through leading up to, leading up to, during, and fully into a big decision or a big life change. I want to talk about these things because a lot of times, one, we don't realize that there are these phases that we go through, but two, there are a lot of emotions that can come around it. And when we really take the time to dig in and acknowledge those emotions and also normalize the emotions, it just makes it feel less like you're crazy. (laughs) Literally, there have been so many times that I'm like, am I crazy that I feel this way? I feel like 15 different emotions. And I know this big thing's coming up. Why do I feel this way? Is it normal that I feel like this? And, you know, it's not really talked about. So that's what I want to talk about today. There are a lot of things in my life where I have heard, oh, it must be nice to have your own business. It must be nice to be on such great co-parenting terms with your ex-husband. It must be so nice that you are so confident in your abilities and what you do. And like, yeah, that stuff is nice, but there was a lot that went into this. And there's a lot that we can unpack that I didn't have the support or the understanding of the emotions behind some of these big things. So that's what I want this conversation to be about. Normalizing the emotions and helping us understand how to navigate these phases. And yeah, I'm excited to see what comes out of this. So grab a water, coffee, tea, whatever, have a seat, grab a notebook even, and let's dive in. Okay, so I want to lay out the four phases and we'll go through some of the emotions that we might feel um, at each phase, the energy behind the phases, and then from there, let's chat a little bit about how this has played out in real life, specifically in my life. I will use myself as an example, but I think a lot of us can relate to these things. So... The first phase is what I would like to call pre-leap. 
The second phase is when you leap. <laughs> phase three is the questioning phase. And then phase four is the like doing it phase. So phase one, pre-leap. This is the before. This is everything that's happening before you leap. You might be feeling anxious, excited, tired, which that's one that surprises people. Like before a big decision or before something big happens, feeling tired is totally normal. Because if you really think about it, if you're at all like I am, you have probably been planning, thinking a lot, playing out different scenarios in your head of all the different ways that this could go, planning backup plans just in case you fail, all of those things, right? And so the pre-leap phase is filled with a lot of different emotions. And when these emotions come up, it can sometimes be so overwhelming that we give up during this phase. We're like, okay, no, never mind. I'm not doing this. Whether this is something big like I'm leaving a relationship or I'm leaving my job or I'm getting into a relationship or I'm about to get married or <laughs> maybe it's something like I'm about to start a business. That's the example that I'm going to tell you about later. I'm about to start a business. I am going to take a leap of faith and do this thing that I've never done before. A very obvious one. I'm going to start a personal development journey. Oh my gosh. Like that's a terrifying thing when you decide, you know, I think I want to dig deeper into something. Because sometimes you're like, oh, but should you? Because (laughs) this could all go south so quickly, right? So that's kind of the pre-phase, the pre-leap phase. It's you've got all of the anxiety and the anxiousness and the excitement and the wonder of what's next, what's going to happen next. The next phase is leap. So anyone that's been there where, okay, you've planned, it's go time, you like pump yourself up. Maybe you're someone that's like a hype dance up person. Like I will turn on some pump up music. I will reassure myself 15,000 times and be like, okay, what's the worst that can happen, right? Like how bad could this be? Let's go. Like let's, you can do this. You know what I mean? You give yourself that pep talk and then you go, you leap. Sometimes that leap is pressing the send button on your resignation email. Sometimes the leap is signing your name on a lease for your first place ever by yourself. Sometimes it's submitting the paperwork for your LLC. There are all kinds of leaps. Sometimes it's I'm packing up my crap and I'm moving out. There's all types of leaps, right? But there's always just kind of that adrenaline rush while you're leaping And it's like, holy crap, I'm doing it. This is a thing. I'm going. (laughs) Like, it's too late now. We've already started, right? And I feel like that is oftentimes in the middle of that or at the end of that leaping phase, you land, right? So the big part is over. The just, I got to do this part to move forward. 
part is over. And that's when you get into phase three, the questioning phase. The, oh my gosh, what did I just do? What did I do? What did I do? Why did I think I could do this? It's like regret, denial, panic, all of it into one. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I'm amazing. I'm invincible. I can do this. But in some way, there's always that little bit of questioning yourself. What did I do? Why did I do this? Should I have just stayed the course? Would this have been fine if I would have just, you know, business as usual this? Why did I feel like I needed to? So yeah, so many times we're like, why? Why did I feel like this was necessary? I should have just kept doing what I was doing, kept my head down. Maybe things didn't need to be shaken up. What was I thinking here? And I will tell you that this is also the phase where imposter syndrome can really come into play. If you're not familiar with what imposter syndrome is, it is literally where you have the credibility, you have the credentials, you have the training, you have the knowledge to do what you're doing, but you feel as though you don't. You feel as though you're like a fraud and that you are not properly trained or you don't have enough information about whatever it is that you're doing. So I will tell you, I know a lot of my business owners that I work with have felt this, currently feel this. They could be 10 years in and be like, you know, I'm the owner of this company and I really feel not qualified (laughs) to be the owner of this company. Who, Who gave me the go ahead that I have all the knowledge needed to be leading this company. And it's like, well, you have on top of the 10 years experience, all of your training and everything that you've learned through this. So yeah, you are qualified to do this. Or you have all the you have the degrees to be able to do this. You have all the knowledge. And a lot of times with imposter syndrome, you know, we get stuck in this phase of constantly just collecting info and info and info and then never actually doing anything with it because you're so afraid that you don't have the education needed or the authority to be able to speak and provide services around this. So that is a big thing. The last phase, you know, you're in the questioning phase. Oh my gosh, what did I do? Why am I doing this? And then at a certain point, I feel like those questions kind of die down a little bit because you get so wrapped up in actually doing the thing that it kind of creeps up on you. The fourth phase of, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. Like this is literally my life now. I'm doing it. So I told you I would give you guys an example of of this, of the four phases. So I'm going to tell you about leaving my corporate job. This is probably the best example I could give you ever. And it's probably very relatable for many people. (laughs) So my pre-leap phase, I had for a couple months been questioning, like, what am I doing here at this company? I I love it. I love my job. I love my coworkers. I love what I'm doing, but I also don't feel fulfilled. I feel like 
I could do so much more, but my role limits me in what I can do. And I don't feel super appreciated sometimes. And I don't know how to move forward with this. And so pre-leap phase for me started actually a couple months before like pre-pre, like this was like pre-pre-leap. Before pre-leap, it was pre-pre-leap. And I was just like agonizing back and forth. And mind you, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm homeschooling my child while also working full time and then some, like I was just stressed and I didn't feel like I was being super supported and it felt like a lot of complaining was happening, but not a lot of solutions were happening. And I was just frustrated as a generator. That's my not self theme is frustration. And it took me a little bit to realize why I felt so frustrated. It's because I felt like I was being underutilized and as if I, I'm just wasn't fulfilling my purpose is literally what it came down to. I was not fulfilling my purpose. And so we get to the pre-leap phase. I was sitting there a week before I put my, like gave my notice. I was like, okay, I know I need to give my notice at some point, but I don't know when I'll just wait. And like, I'll know when the time is right. And I was super anxious. I was exhausted. I was super emotional, like crying, trying to figure this out. I was overthinking, going through all the different scenarios of, okay, well, like, what am I going to do if I leave? How am I going to leave? Oh my gosh, I'm screwing over my coworkers, but I really need to get out because I'm not fulfilling, like, I'm not useful. Right? Like, it was all of this like self-doubt, but then also, and like, who's like, how am I going to just start a business right now? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh my gosh, but I have to, like, I have to leave. I can't keep doing this. And so I was going back and forth and I felt like a whole range of emotions. And literally I will never forget on this one Monday, I woke up early. I was, you know, getting Bane ready for school and well, helping him get ready for school and getting stuff packed up for him. And I felt so much dread about having to log on to work that day. And my heart was racing. I was literally like sweating. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. I think like today's the day I just have to do this. I was like, maybe I'll feel better if I just write this out, right? Like if I just type it out, I'll feel better. No. I, I, I was sitting there and we had the leap phase, right? So I move into leap phase and I was like, okay, you can do this. Just hit send, hit send. Everything will be okay. You will be fine. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Go now. Do it. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And I push send and instantly, like, I cannot tell you like instant fear and dread and I was just freaking out like that's the best way I could put it I was literally freaking out and I was like what did I just do like I literally can't take this back at this point like I just gave my seven weeks notice I cannot take this back 
I also don't have a super solid plan of what I'm doing. I have an idea of what I want to do, but I don't have a solid plan of how I'm going to make money. I support my family. <laughs> like it's my son and I, I do all of it. Like I pay the bills. I do all the things. What the crap am I going to do? Oh my gosh. What about health insurance? What am I going to like? I literally had a complete and total freaking meltdown in my head. And I talked to my boss that day and just, I was just like, yep. Yeah. I was probably really cool, calm and collected on the outside. I was not on the inside. And I started really, I like I moved through these phases pretty quick, but I was questioning like, what was I thinking? Why did I do this? What makes me think that I can start a new business during a pandemic? What's wrong with me? Who am I? Who do I think I am? What is wrong with me? So here I am. I have no clue, not no clue, but I have a very loose idea of what it is I'll be doing. I didn't have a solid commitment from um, what I thought I would be doing. So I was like, you know what? This is fine. I have seven weeks. Surely things will work themselves out by then. I'll be fine, right? but will I? And so I'm hardcore questioning what I did. I, it was like loosely brought up like in joking and passing a couple times of like, well, if you don't leave X, Y, and Z, oh, well, you know, if you don't leave, I was like, maybe that door's open. I don't know. But I ultimately sat down and at the end of the day, I was like, listen, Andy, absolutely not absolutely not. You are not going to stay here for what? Why would you do this? The The issue is still the same of you don't feel fulfilled and you don't feel like you're living your life's purpose. And the situations that are happening here, it's not going to get any better. If we're being honest, like it's not, this is not going to change. So why would you stay and continue to torture yourself when you could just leave and at least try at least try to go do your own thing and what you actually want to do. And if we're being completely honest, I was still questioning up until the week after I left. (laughs) Like I left my job, you know, it was a tearful goodbye because I did. I loved the company and I loved them so much. So, A week after I left, it was kind of like shaking off the dust. I started, it was the Friday, like my last Friday, I posted online on my stories, like, oh my gosh. And it was a pic, it was a quick little video of me logging off for the last time. It was like new chapter. And I kid you not when I say I had four different people. So two people that wanted just personal development and two businesses reach out to me and like, you left, you have the time now. Can you help me? Like, I need you to help me. I need help getting my life together. I need help getting my business in order. Do you do personal development? Like, can you be my coach? I kid you not. Like I did, this was not the original plan. The original plan was I was going to run my nonprofit and I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I can 
do this too. Like, it'll be fine, right? I, I sat down a week later, a week after I had left on a Friday, I was just having like a little fun little work sesh with one of my friends. And I was like, okay, I think I need to come up with maybe some pricing or something. Because I've had a couple people reach out. I don't know. And she looked at me and she's like, okay, like all jokes aside, what is it that you actually really want to do? She's like, because I know you love your nonprofit and all of that. And I know that you would be great at it and you'll kill it. But I feel like there's something that you want to do that you're just not saying that you want to do. And I was like, okay, so if we're being real honest, this is what I want to do. And I literally sat down, picked out my brand colors, because this is how my brain works. I need pretty things before I can even move forward into like my masculine. I had to get into my feminine. So I picked out my brand colors. I came up with a name. I had names already for some of my services and my products. Um, I... We, like, mapped out numbers. That's her jam. She loves numbers. Uh, I mean, like, it's nice to have goals, monetary goals, but for me, that's not it. Like, that's not everything to me. So we did that part. It was very helpful. But I literally mapped out my business on a random Friday and was up and fully running, able to pay for my health insurance each month, Um, had pre-booked business, like I, I, in eight weeks had made more than I, like in eight weeks I had made more than at my old job with my salary that I was so afraid to leave. Not like collectively, but like what I would have made in those eight weeks, I made almost double, if not triple the amount that I would have made. And it was the moment that I realized, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. I went from hardcore questioning, what am I doing? How am I going to do this? To, it was like a blink of an eye of, whoa, I'm actually doing it. And all of the things that I was afraid of, those things are out the window because I've paid for my, you know, housing. (laughs) Like I'm paying for my housing on my own. I, based on like the work that I'm doing, I'm paying for my health insurance. I'm paying for our day-to-day lives. Our lifestyle has not changed. And that was a big thing that I was like, oh my gosh, like we're going to have to cut back. I was hoarding my gift cards to local businesses because I love supporting our local businesses. And so I was like, okay, well, when I'm poor in, in March, I will use this to get a facial. Oh my gosh, I did not need to do that. And when I changed my mindset around that, the fact that like, I'm going to fail or this is probably going to fail or what's going to happen here, things changed and I skyrocketed. Like things got really good for me. And I'm not saying I'm making millions of dollars or thousands upon thousands of dollars. Like that's not it we still have a budget. We're not just going buck wild, but it does feel nice that I am, I'm doing it. My whole goal was to not fail. <laughs> like, 
That sounds crazy. My goal is I don't want to fail. I want to work for myself and I want to, I want to live the same lifestyle that I have currently. And guess what? We're doing it. We're fine. It's great. So that's, those were the four phases. And I'll tell you something that didn't necessarily, this didn't occur to me how big of a deal it was until I started talking to other people who, you know, either I had worked with, um, that worked with me, like at the previous company, they came to me and they're like, it was just really inspiring. The fact that you took the leap, like, this is not an easy thing to do. And you took this leap and I'm so, it inspired me to take the leap. So like, I've now left there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you left. Like, that's crazy to me. And like, a lot of them, not a lot, but a few of them were like, I hold these degrees and I was just staying there because it was, it was comfortable. It was easier to stay than to like take a leap and actually do what it is that I wanted to do. So they're like, thank you so much for leading the way in that. And like, it's not like I was trying to get people to leave the company. I was encouraging them to stay, but like do whatever's best for you. But it was really cool to get the validation that by me giving myself permission to take that leap, it gave others the confidence and the permission to themselves to take the leap. And the other thing that was really cool from this, it was cool, but it's also really hilarious when I hear this. I have, you know, 45, 55, 60 year old people that say, I want to be you when I grow up. It must be so nice that you figured this out early, that you figured out what you want to do and how to do it so early in life. And I was like, wow, you don't realize, you don't realize you're doing it. You don't realize you're at phase four until you're fully in phase four. And you're like, oh wait, what other people realize? Whoa, I didn't even recognize what I was doing over here. So pretty cool stuff. I will say this has played out for me in a few different areas over the last few years. And again, every big decision, don't, I want to encourage you not to beat yourself up over having to make the right decision or do the right thing or do things the right way. In the quotation marks, I keep putting air quotes around right. (laughs) You can't see it, but I'm doing it. And I want to encourage this because I can't tell you how many things I did the right way. Hear those quotation marks around it? That I did the right way that I'm like, I should have just listened to my gut and I would have saved myself so much time, effort, heartache, whatever. I am just so, I'm just being so gracious with myself nowadays because I realize how hard tough decisions are. It is tough. How big, big decisions are. How 
life-changing these things are. And so it's not just stuff that we, it's not like we're just, you know, deciding, should I eat vanilla ice cream or chocolate? No, like these are life choices. So like, it's going to be hard and you don't have to do everything right this second. The whole thing does not have to be 150% planned out perfectly this second. Should you maybe have a plan? Yeah, but also maybe not. If you're feeling like gut feeling, I got to do this, then do it. This is up to you. And choices are literally just choices. That's been one of the biggest things that I've learned in the last few years. Choices are just choices. Do not stick yourself in a box and leave yourself there because you're too afraid to make the wrong choice. And big things happening, every time I have something big coming on the horizon, now I know. I know to question the emotions that I have instead of being judgmental or critical toward my emotions. I've started questioning myself of like, okay, so why do I feel this way? I'm feeling really anxious why am I feeling anxious about this decision? Okay. I think that this all boils down to security. I'm feeling like I'm going to lose control or security if I don't have a salary. Okay. So what do I, like, how do I combat that? How do I make myself feel more secure? And then going from there, right? Tackle it from a problem solving standpoint versus a you're so stupid for feeling this way. It's so dumb. Clearly, you know, this is good for you because guess what? Even the things that are good for us, even the decisions, the big decisions that are good for us or benefit us, they can still be hard. It's still work. It's still hard. It's still change. So be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. You are your own teammate. And that sounds so cheesy, but since I've been really going at big decisions, a lot of them on my own, let's be real honest, like I'm single, I go at this stuff alone. So if this crap fails, it's on me. No one's, no one's there to fall back on. It's me. So there's all of that. I would love to hear from you. This is something that's very near to my heart. This is something that I feel very deeply about. I'm sure you'll see stuff on social media about it, you know, this week. But I want to encourage you to reach out to me. Send me a message. You can email me, reach out through the website. You can DM me on Instagram, what have you. But I would love to hear your thoughts. You can also make comments in... If you're listening on Anchor, there's a messaging function there as well. So what are your thoughts? What phase do you feel like you get stuck in sometimes? Because I will say that's another thing. Sometimes we get stuck in those phases and it takes a while to progress. It's not always going to move super quick. Sometimes you might be in one phase for a while and then you move to the next one. There's no timeline. It's literally just life. (laughs) So love to chat with you. Next week, we're going to have a guest and I'm really excited for you to talk to them. Um, We'll hear a little bit more about their lives. 
and the deeper parts that maybe not everyone knows. And we're going to learn more about them. So have a great week. And I love you. And I'm never wrong.